0: This is Radically Alive Women's Edgecast. Do what comes from your heart and do
1: not have an expectation of where it's supposed to go.
0: I sit here in Wellington with Nalini Patel drinking her delicious chai that she sells in her shop called Nila's Chai. Welcome Nalini. Hi. I wanted to say... At the age of 55,
1: I started a chai business and I called it Neela's Chai. I also started developing other products like spice blends because I love to inspire people to create a beautiful culinary meal for their families and friends. That doesn't take long and it's simple and it's something that can be proud of and know what's gone into it. So I'm an advocate of that kind of inspiration for the individual. I worked in an IT company. It was good money, I must admit. But when the chai started, I started doing these blends and I looked at all the medicinal properties of the ingredient, each one, and then I blended them together to form this formula. And it was driven by my highest excitement Not the business aspects of where will it lead me, what will I have to do, how much money will I make. It had none of those aspects to it, it didn't have the outcome. I did it purely on my vibration of my highest enjoyment. And I encourage anyone out there listening do what comes from your heart and do not have an expectation of where it's supposed to go. And that's how this chai began now it's kind of interesting as i moved from the journey of not actually believing in it to be honest i had the skills it wasn't about that but th- there was another aspect of not addressing that and that came with this journey of believing in myself then the product then speaks for itself and it goes into a flow where it's meant to go and I realized quite quickly the vibration that it held is the match to the recipient of it. So I didn't have to try. I don't need to sell it. It's not an effort from the mind. It's not a mind game. So that kind of became less and less. I started a year back a journey with this guy called Christopher Cornelius, who has coherence healing, and it's changed my life. I wake up so much more happier I have less brain fog I have clarity in my life where I believe I have a direction but a flow and sometimes I don't know what's next and that's okay I don't have to know I've released control and it's only all these loops patterns and behaviors i have adopted from my parents and my ancestral line that to have control is the lack of worthiness the lack of love the wanting to have it a specific way because you do not believe in yourself you don't have that gift where you just allow things to come through it's only a learned thing because we deposit every single thing we read see and here into our psyche, into our mind, and it becomes our filing system has incorporated them in there. So as soon as something triggers that, an incident, a behavior, then we go into a reaction mode because that file comes out matches it and then we are we have this cocktail of dispositional incoherency in the body and once you recognize your patterns loops and behaviors or even like myself i've slowed my mind down so i'm way more aware of being present and i don't look to the left where my past is or the right where I get anxiety and I'm looking at doom gloom and what will happen or what might happen. A few years ago, a year back, I was after COVID. There was a lingering thought in me that I didn't even realize it was actually there, and I got a shingles. And um, that's a great one to actually then let go of the control that you don't actually have, and through that, being ill, I couldn't walk very much at all and this allowed me to sit within myself, to be uncomfortable, to want to run actually but I can't, I couldn't move well and I realised this is a time to heal myself, to allow all the demons to come forth, to allow this projection of how I was trying to avoid going with the flow basically Louise Hayes I think she says that it's wondering about the other shoe well you know the other shoe might drop or something like that so you're kind of thinking oh I'm getting through life I've got through COVID I've got through the bad times the hard times and oh shit how will the other shoe drop something's gonna happen though something's in the background it might happen you know and this constant thought that I thought was unconscious became conscious. So I realized that through the sickness, that's what the predominating feeling was, that there was doom around the corner. I don't know when it's gonna happen. And the thing is, so what? What if that shoe dropped? So what? Pick it up, move forward. It's all that shoulda, coulda, woulda's and it's projecting things into a future and trying to control it. Well, if we rein in everything into the present and just breathe, we'll find that there is no tiger, there is nothing to run from. And that's probably the hardest thing that I've realised, that I don't need to move from this uncomfortable state sometimes that creeps up to realise I'll grab a bag of chips or avoid something because I want to be distracted so I don't face that. A thing is you can it's I've faced most things and I'm the better for it because I find myself lighter, my life goes with flow, it has a harmony and things turn up when they're meant to turn up. I have a knowing that the right people are around me. I create my reality. This reality works on the fact that I have then Worked with my highest excitement, foremost. I started the Chai five, six years ago, and I did start from that premise of working with my highest excitement, but I didn't recognize it as one of the laws of the universe, as reality. If you want to create your own reality of where you want to be, it's from that premise of your heart doing what your highest self. Or what your highest excitement is. And everyone's got this joy. I mean, you only have to look at when you were a child what you did. You did it without knowing how much money it's going to give you, this world that we live in that runs on apathy. It's all about money. It's all about survival. Well, it actually isn't. It's a world behind the world. You see this beautiful wealth, and abundance comes from sharing, like I'm sharing now this holds abundance it's not all about financial it all sorts itself out if you're working from the heart I actually find that through my passage lately I meet people all the time that have an incoherence in their body of some kind and it's funny enough they surface and I play my sound bowls and you know you can shift frequency in that area of the body to a higher vibration which it resides in and also in tangent with that you need to change the operating system of the negative belief loops and behavior that created that disposition in the body. It's a thought creating an emotion and that emotion then programs that area of the body to have a cell that will be incoherent. It then programs that one cell, then will spread and communicate with all the other cells around it, forming that tissue to go into incoherence. So this is basically how our body operates from a vibrational point of view. It starts there. The emotion holds a certain vibration, information and that gets deposited in the head, the head then has a program and loop behavior that has been passed down, or you've read it, you've heard it, you've seen it. And so from that standpoint, when you recognize it, you can then start practicing not being aware of that pattern or that behavior or that thought. So it doesn't redeposit in those areas. And slowly your body knows how to heal. Just like if you get a paper cut, you do not run to the doctors to get that healed. You know it will heal. And it does. The body has the ability to heal. It has the capabilities. If you allow the mind to do its job, which is a logistical task, not an emotional task, I've had some assistance with this by listening to Coherence Healing. Christopher Cornelius, a few years ago, three years ago, he awakened after wanting to commit suicide. He decided not to because he believed he wanted to be kinder to himself. Not only that, he could see his death. He could see everything happening while going into the state. He did die. He oversaw everything that was happening. He made a split choice between the mind and the heart. He said, how come there's two of us? I, I say that to myself too. How come there's two of us talking here? Which is that mind talking and my heart saying something else. And a lot of the times I didn't allow my heart to do what my heart wanted to do. It would be running on a program that you should do that. You, have to, you need to behave like this. What will people think? How will your family respond to you? You'll be an outcast. Well, to be honest, I was mostly an outcast even before when I was a lot younger, marrying into uh, with a person that I didn't love. And also then you're a possession. It's like you're not thought of like love. And the thing is, how can I think of myself as love when I was raised by parents? That were conditional love, not unconditional love then how do we actually even recognize that?
0: How do any of us recognize that? How did you do it? How did you rediscover your love with the unconditional love?
1: By following my highest excitement and allowing myself to do and to trust that I'm not gonna go without. So I started doing little by little, playing with the spices again and, and creating these dreams. And I work with crystal bowls that I play and I love the vibration of them. So just you know, allowing myself to do a little bit at a time, joy, whatever brings you joy, wherever you're meant to say. It's actually constantly asking yourself whether you really do want to do that. Is it because you have to do that or you, are you know, you feel you do? Is it from the heart? You, You only can ask two questions. Is your heart calling for it Or is it your heart? So, you know, if it's from the heart, that doesn't really have a question. It just feels. So I guess we constantly need to ask ourselves any time we have an action that we think we need to perform, whether we're doing it from the heart or is it from the mind telling us we need to do it. And the mind dictates not from the premise of your heart, there are thousands of cells, brain cells, in your heart. The heart is the organ that was developed first. So the mind is in a logistical area of your body that performs very well if you had a schedule or, you know, you want, need to catch a bus or something. This is what your mind's great for, not for your emotional tasks because it leads you up the garden path. So to tame the mind, the mind is part of my body. I love my mind, but it is not where I want it to
0: lead the way. I know from my own journey how hard it is when I've trained my whole life that my mind needs to be in control. I have to do everything through my mind to free that space up and to learn to live from the heart. It's quite a journey.
1: Well, I have had some help. Because like anyone, I've listened to Eckhart, uh, Abraham, uh, um, Deepak, you know, you can list all these people, of awakened beings. But Cornelius, after his awakening, he basically had no mind, a zero. So you may beg the question is how does he function in life? Because it's a very hard thing to actually grasp how advanced this person is to help us tilt the world back into balance and if the world did that everyone was working from a premise of kindness it would just accelerate into everyone you know you appreciate the land you appreciate every being every animal you see the beauty that they are you and you are them and actually it's not just a thing that I say. You feel it. I'm talking about such a simple kindness for, from, that comes from your heart. Something you wake up in the morning and you're kind to yourself in the way that you take your actions. And they're not from programming. They're not from why you should be doing these things or because you were told. And that's how... It's all cycled into from the past, from our parents, from our teachers, from everything, TV, all this propaganda. If you can undo every single thing you've learnt, that is the beautiful premise where your heart can operate from a new place. This is a magnificent time in our stage, in our reality here on earth to actually really work with ourselves to then develop the real version of the truth and to realize the raw version was there as our part one of our suffering and then now we get to play in this reality of how we were always meant to play we're made from divinity we're made from god consciousness you can call it what you want source but we are foremost made from spirit We have spirit before we're born, and when we die, we have spirit, and that's eternal. So we can never die as such. We play it small, very small, in this human body, in this physical form. The spirit part of us sees so much more. And if only we could let go of our control, wanting certain things to be a certain way, and allow that spirit part of us to come through, that conscious part of us that can lead the way to where we're meant to be. And that's what I'm discovering every single day more and more and more as my mind goes quieter and quieter and it's a beautiful process. And I take the responsibility of my children because whatever baggage (laughs) so to speak we are passing down to our children we've got to cut that cycle it's a responsibility because that this is the world we've created allow the young ones to have less of what we were trained in that negative way and be allowed to flourish in their glory of seeing the world as bright and shiny and beautiful and loving and a loving in a way where it's from the heart and not conditioned through worthiness. If you do something, then I'll love you. If you get the marks from school, then I'll love you. Because we are so much, much
0: more than that. Thank you. What a pledge for life. If you are enjoying this Cast and want to support it, there are various ways in which you can do that. You could share it with as many people as possible episodes that are coming out once a week. You can donate to the building of Radically Alive Women's Heartquarters, RAW HQ, at the southern end of Lake Topol, a compact recording and creation studio. You can become a member and with your monthly subscription not only gain access to specific content but also support the creation of the free content. And you can join live spaces to really transform your own reality, to make space for your own radical aliveness with higher levels of consciousness. There's a women's rage club coming up five weeks, two hour sessions on a Friday. This is all online, so you can do that from your home. I will be the main space holder, Julia Neumann is my name, and I would so love to rage with you. You can find all the information for these offers on my website yulia-neumann.com. Here and see you soon!